NFL. We're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back. I have some things to pick, bones to pick with the college football rankings. We are live on 12-Ounce Sports TV. You are watching The Kicker and The Outlaw. I'm The Kicker. He's The Outlaw. Yes, I am. And we're going to get into some college football rankings. Uh, since, obviously, the college football playoff rankings don't come out until tonight, uh, we're going to get into the AP poll and some scenarios and what we think the college football playoff committee is going to come out with tonight. Yeah, so if they have any brains, the top four should be Alabama, Clemson, Notre Dame, and Michigan. And it's going to be interesting. So let's go with the easiest scenario where all those teams went out. So Alabama wins the SEC and the SEC championship game. Clemson wins the ACC and the ACC championship game. Notre Dame wins out, and then Michigan wins and wins their championship. The interesting thing is you should... Those top four will stay the same unless I will give you a scenario. Let's say Oklahoma wins out. And let's say they beat West Virginia convincingly and then beat West Virginia convincingly again in the Big 12 championship game. My question is, Michigan sitting there at four having already lost to Notre Dame. Does the committee try to get cute and say, well, because Michigan's loss is to Notre Dame, and they've already played, would they, Would they? Uh, what am I trying to say? Would they hold that against them? Or would they say Michigan's had a tougher schedule than Oklahoma because Oklahoma barely beat Army, they lost to Texas, and that loss is looking worse and worse the more Texas loses. Yes. And the Big 12 only has 10 teams, and the Big 10 has 12 teams, which makes no sense, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> now, obviously, the one conference got some detractions and the other conference expanded and you know you're not gonna, for branding purposes you're not changing the name no not at all because I mean the Pac-12 could do it because there wasn't a Pac-12 and a Pac-10 at yeah, the same time that so, always was confusing to me and so I think Michigan's in if they went out because they will have a win against Ohio State uh-huh. and a Big Ten championship game and they will have Michigan's they'll be undefeated in the Big Ten and for all my criticisms over the years of the Big Ten, the Big Ten's not bad this year, and I think it's probably the second best conference in the country. I would go SEC, Big Ten, Big 12, Pac-12, ACC. Well, American, then ACC, because the ACC's dumpster fire. <laughs> Look, dude, so we're going to get... I'm not, I'm not going to ruin it for the people when we get into the ACC teams, but Georgia... Now, Georgia's interesting, because if Georgia wins out and beats Alabama in the SEC championship game. Now you're looking at a one-loss Alabama whose only loss would be in the SEC championship game, and you're looking at a one-loss Michigan who lost to a college football team but won their conference. And so there's always that scenario that Alabama could get in as the fourth team. I don't care what anyone tells you, what anyone says. If Alabama loses to Georgia in the SEC championship game, 
they will be the fourth team in the college football playoff. And the rest of the nation doesn't want that. College football playoff committee doesn't want that. They want it nice and clean where Alabama's undefeated, number one team in the nation, Clemson's undefeated, number one team in the nation, Notre Dame, they're not number one, number Clemson will be number two, and then Notre Dame undefeated will be number three, and then Michigan beats Ohio State, and now you've got this clean, easy, only one team has a loss. This is perfect, right? Well, that's not what I think will happen. Somebody's going to mess up. Either Syracuse is going to mess around and beat uh, Notre Dame, or Michigan's going to lose to Ohio State. Something crazy. Yeah, I don't see a scenario where Clemson loses a game. Now, Boston College, I think, will give them a push. I don't think South Carolina has a chance in hell. And then the other division is led by 4-1 and one Pittsburgh. I didn't think they were any good. Who, who just lost to UCF. Or not just lost, but lost early in the year to UCF. And then Virginia is second in that division. Let's see, do Pittsburgh and Virginia play coming up? Oh, guess what? Oh, Pittsburgh just beat Virginia, so they're in the driver's seat there. But Pitt still has to play Virginia Tech, Wake Forest, Miami. Why are we talking about Pittsburgh? And Oh, by the way, yes, I'm wearing Pittsburgh Steelers gear. I do not give a hoot about the University of Pittsburgh. I mean, mean, James Conner went there, so I'm glad we got him. But I was just... For me, Pittsburgh is a a pro sports town, so University of Pittsburgh... eh. I mean, the Panthers, they're a cool team, but they've never really done a whole lot. So I'm with you. Um, Washington State. Does Washington State, if Washington State wins out, they need someone to mess up in front of them, correct? Because the Pac. Yeah, they would need uh, either Michigan to lose. That's kind of their best bet right now. But if Michigan loses. And Georgia wins against Alabama. That doesn't help them. They need they need help. They can't just win out. Put it that way. Because the other side of the Pac-12 bracket is dumpster. Not, I don't want to say dumpster. It's not great. It's not. Talk about the South? Yeah. Yeah, the South is, is vastly underachieved this year. Because UCLA is terrible. Stanford has lost a couple of games. USC is playing with a freshman quarterback. So they're not any good. Arizona State is playing better than expected, and I don't know anything about Arizona. I just, I mean, I, I, I'm assuming they're not good. I keep looking at the wrong poll. Okay, yeah, because West Virginia is number seven. Yeah. Is West Virginia in the same boat? Even if they beat Oklahoma twice, would they need help to get in? Because I think they would, because even if you beat Oklahoma twice, Georgia still has to lose. You need. Uh, what? I don't know, because then now, if, say, if Georgia loses, they're right there at five. Yeah, you need Michigan to lose, too. Because if the top four went out, because they can, because none of them have to play each other. Right, the top four is could be set. That's why happens. I never understood LSU being in top four. Yeah, because you knew that one of those two teams was going to drop out of the top yeah. four. And we saw that they weren't a top four team in the nation, Alabama Oh, yeah. Now, let's say Alabama down. would have lost a game. How much would you like to bet that Alabama would have been the fifth team in the rankings? They would have been number I don't know. If you look at Alabama and how they've played this year, they haven't played a close game yet. It's not been close. Two have played in the fourth quarter for the first – the first time you played in the fourth quarter was the eighth game – was a ninth game of the season. Yeah. 
And he's thrown like 28 touchdowns in like one area. The closest game was the A&M game, and it never – it was 22, but it never was really that close. Right. They were up three touchdowns the entire game. A&M just kept – every time that Alabama would get a three-touchdown leader or four – A&M would score a touchdown, then Alabama would just go down. And So, you're right. The score looks a lot closer than that game was. That game was never in doubt. No, I don't think so at all. Oh, and thank you, AP, for finally giving Alabama all 60 votes. Yeah, how how is a Clemson getting – how on earth – Clemson playing all – which Clemson's actually playing to their potential the last two weeks. Thank you. But all these ACC teams are dumpster fire trash. Like, the ACC is trash. I'm sorry. If But let's be real here. If the ACC was in the north or whatever – UCF, what did I say? Whatever. If the U- if UCF was in the other side, we're pitting all them. They would be the number one team playing Clemson. We would not have a question about it if they beat Clemson there in the college football playoff. But they're not, and that lies the problem because they don't have. They're not playing the Power Five teams. But now SMU is starting to wrench in UCF plan. SMU just beat Houston. So now Houston's lost. UCS lost. So now the and uh, Cincinnati has lost. So now these three teams at the bo- bottom, three or four teams at the bottom UCF's uh, schedule, they were like, oh, well, they'll at least be like 18th or 19th or 20th, and we'll maybe have some credit or not credit, but uh, credentials to show for. But it's not looking so good for UCF. Can I quote a Joe Platt tweet about UCF? He's Joe Platt. That works for Fox Sports says maybe if you wouldn't have been outgained in three straight games, or if Temple wouldn't have put up a school record 670 yards, or if you weren't tied for fifth worst in the FBS in penalties per game, or if more than one of your opponents had a winning record versus FBS opponents, keep on trucking. UCF is not helping themselves by barely beating all these other teams in the American. If you're in a non-power five. And I think they call it the group of five. Yeah, group of five. So if you're in the group of five, you have you have to do what Utah State's doing right now. They're just annihilating everybody on their schedule. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, the UCF football program can't dictate what conference they're in. Only the university can do that. The athletic department. So it sucks if you're UCF and you're a UCF fan. Whichever one of y'all on scout team that is who's been... Chris America has just been riding for UCF all year. But they have not played to their potential. Their defense is atrocious. They've been down in every single one of these games. And, yes, they come back and win them, but they should win them. UCF, if you want to get to the college football playoff, you got to beat everybody by 30-35. Leave, in the words of Coach Yost, I remember the Titans, hurry, leave, no, leave doubt. no doubt. Exactly. And so I'm, I don't care about UCF. I'm sorry. You need to find your way into a Power 5 conference or, or get the committee to make this an 18 playoff. That's the only way UCF's ever getting in. And, yeah, you can talk to me about how the other Power 5 teams don't want to schedule you. Y'all just got good. Y'all just got on the national map last year. So let's stop with this. We, you've been disrespected all these years. Well, no, you never gave us a re- – it's kind of like with Arkansas. P- Arkansas fans are in a – Arkansas is in a Power 5 and never respected by the national media because they never give the media a reason to. UCF go undefeated, put up another banner, get some rings, but – I'm sorry. The, if you play that way against Temple, Alabama will mop the floor with you. Yeah. Like Jimmy was talking about Texas. We want Bama. 
No, no you, you don't. don't. <laughs> no, you don't. I LSU thought that. they wanted Bama, but Arkansas scored thirty-one on Alabama. We knew that was. I mean, that was a that was a stomping. Yeah. And we just saw what they did to, to LSU, who was number four in the country and like one of the best defenses in the nation. And Alabama just. That was to his worst game, and he was like. <laughs> worst game. He completed like 66% of his passes, 295 yards, like three touchdowns. Like, he had only, hear me out, only 154 yards at halftime. And that's his worst game all year. Yeah, and they ended the game with the pick in the end zone, like Alabama's defense, right? So, yeah. Look, I love college football, and I am here for the small guys, but. UCF was losing to Memphis. They were losing to Temple. I just, my thing is, yes, you're undefeated in probably the fifth best conference in America. I could make the argument that the American talent-wise is probably the fifth best, I'm sorry, sixth best conference. But maybe you could compete in the ACC. I think you could compete in the Big 12. A lot of their offenses, if you walk... And I watched a lot of film because I was studying SMU because our, our, we're from Arkansas. So we Arkansas hired SMU's coach, Chad Morris, if some of you don't realize that. Uh, and so I kind of studied some of the SMU film from last year to kind of get a gauge on what his offense was like. And I thought I was watching Big 12. I thought I was watching Oklahoma's and Texas Tech, like the way that Houston – UCF, uh, SMU, since teams like that were just throwing it all over the place. And I think if you you put a UCF in the Big 12, they would be a top two or three team. But what's funny to me is all these people are like, maybe if you wouldn't schedule this. Uh, when, when these teams were scheduled, nobody had an idea, first off, that UCF would be this good. And second off, Teams like Pitt were ranked. Yes. Well, and people not the Louisville game for Alabama. Alabama Louisville was nationally relevant two or three years ago. Yes. They were actually not bad last year because it was Lamar Jackson's last year in college, and yeah, I mean he was still a Heisman finalist. Yeah. He not, didn't have a chance to win it. So yes. It's listen. People hate the SEC so much. And yes, I I agree that the bottom of the SEC is bad. And the SEC isn't as deep. But the bowl record speaks for itself. The national championships speak for themselves. The fact that we've had two SEC teams in the national title game twice. So come on, dismiss me with all that. The SEC, and yeah, Alabama has carried this conference. But since the BCS era, Florida... Two national championships. Auburn, a national championship and the national championship loss. LSU, a national championship and a national championship. Actually, two national championships and a national championship loss. Tennessee has a national championship. Okay? Georgia just made the college football final and won a playoff game against Oklahoma. So, it's not just one or two teams. The SEC beats up on each other, and then if you really think the SEC is overrated, just go look at the NFL draft yeah. and tell me where all the top players go are from. That's the hardest thing about 
the SEC sometimes is you don't really understand how good – you just don't know because your A&Ms, your Mississippi States, they're good, but they end up losing to your Alabamas and LSUs and oh. Georgias, but then beating up on your Arkansas, your Ole Misses, and your uh, Vanderbilts. So it's like the mid-level SEC teams are hard to judge because they have three, four losses, but they play in the SEC, so everybody's like, oh, da Strength schedule, da, 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 all that stupid stuff. Uh, the eye test. I hate that so much. <laughs> you hate the eye test? Uh, I like the eye test because the eye test tells me that the SEC is better than all these other conferences. But what I'm saying is two teams. Like, oh, yeah. the eye test. The problem, with, the, the problem with football in general is that because it's a very physical, body-damaging game, you can't... These teams are not realistically ever going to play each other on a consistent basis. Where in the NBA, every team plays every team at least one, twice. In college basketball, you have 32 games. So you can kind of get a Duke versus Florida in December. And you can kind of say, okay, this is how they stack up against each other. It's just the reality of the sport. And so... And I get it if, if you're from the if you're a Big Ten fan and champion the Big Ten, but just remember Ohio State was the first team to win a bowl game in like nine tries against the SEC. The, the conferences have caught up, but guess how you caught up Big Ten? You hired Urban Meyer and James Franklin, and then you went and hired an NFL coach, which is smart. Yeah, but and then, that that East is so loaded compared to the West. In, in the Big Ten. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. whatever they call whatever silly name they gave those divisions. Because now we're like, all right, Penn State, we were, earlier in the year, we were like, all right, Penn State's overrated. All right, now Iowa got good. They beat out, okay, man, Penn State's not so overrated. And then they got completely dismantled 42-7 to by uh, Michigan. So is Michigan that good or is Penn State that bad? Well, where did Michigan's quarterback come from? Oh, yeah, that's right, the SEC. Yeah. And I'm not one of these like, and I agree with you with. I'm sorry, I, I agree with you with the Big Ten. Indian, like, here's the thing with the Big Ten. Ohio State was supposed to be this huge, freaking favorite. You got beat by Purdue. Indiana kept it close with you, and but I, they've owned Michigan for so long. Michigan State's that weird team in that conference that is always good, but we don't know how good they are, and they kind of go from like we could be really good to eh. To okay, we're nine and three, yeah. and then we go get beat by Alabama by a million points every time we play them. Like, if I'm Michigan State and for some reason Alabama loses and they schedule me to play a bowl game with them, I might not show up. Like, no, I disagree. I don't want. To. You remember that playoff game they played a couple? Was that last year or no, two years ago? Alabama oh, beat them so bad, and then remember that time that Alabama played Washington? Oh, you remember that other time that Alabama played Clemson without Deshaun Watson? Oh yeah, that's right. Come on. Ohio State. Oh, and by the way, they're like, oh, Urban Myers has success against Nick Saban. Well, he used to coach against him in the damn SEC. Yeah, so he has a little experience with that. Urban Meyer was running the SEC until Nick Saban showed up. Or showed back up. Yeah, showed back up because Urban Meyer was there when he got these two national titles. And then Alabama ended that, you know, and then Tebow cried. And then Alabama went and absolutely destroyed everybody they played in the national championship game until they had to play Deshaun Watson. And listen, I will never, ever take shots at Clemson because I love Dabo Sweeney and Chad Morris used to coach there and he has built a culture and a program that I think is phenomenal. 
And the ACC hasn't, and this is a thing, ACC fans, your conference hasn't always been terrible. It's just terrible this year. Just like the Pac-12 wasn't always bad. The Pac-12 is better than it was last year. But last year we were talking about how bad the Pac-12 was. So y'all know they can't wait till we have a bunch of two lost teams in the SEC. Yeah, there's there's some drama waiting to happen. The Pac-12 completely can destroy everything because like, if Washington beats Washington State and then teams like Arizona State end up winning a couple games down the stretch, they jump up into the conference title picture and haven't been very good this year. So, I mean, it's just crazy. I don't, I mean, I'm going to pull the stand back up and I'll just kind of kind of look at it. I mean, there's nobody in the top of 10 that have it outside the top 10 that have a shot at making the college football playoff. Say that again? Nobody outside the top 10. Washington State could make it, need help, obviously. LSU needs help, Ohio State needs help, West Virginia needs help, and Oklahoma needs help. Because Oklahoma. So you're telling me that if Ohio State wins out, who, who would jump them? Oklahoma or Georgia? That Purdue loss is going to hurt them. Yeah. Right. That Purdue loss. If they would have lost to like Penn State. Just, just like Oklahoma's, Texas loss is starting to look worse and worse the worse Texas plays. Yeah. That's not, it's going to be very interesting how they evaluate these teams going forward. Because there is no perfect system. Joel Klatt is convinced that there's a, a Big Ten bias. And I, and I understand some of his reasoning. And the only reason I'm being nice to Joe Clyde is he was nice to me on Twitter once. But, you know, if he says something outlandish, I'm going to tell him it was outlandish. But he at least agrees that the ACC is absolutely terrible. And he thinks that the reason for that is, is that they're trying to buff up the ACC to make Clemson look better. But if Clemson loses, they're out. I've been telling you this for weeks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have. It's, it's crazy what they're doing with the ACC down there at the bottom of the rankings. like... Oh, Boston College still ranked. NC State's 21st. How in the world is NC State still ranked? Did they beat Florida State last week? Who might be one of the worst teams in the country behind Louisville? I don't, hey, let me take this opportunity to take another shot at Bobby Petrino because that's what I do. Hey, Arkansas fans, you still want Petrino back? All right, cool. Go somewhere far, far away from me. And have a wonderful life. But, yeah, don't talk to me about Bobby Petrino ever again. Oh, yeah, and by the way, there might have been this incident where a dude raped somebody and then he played on Saturday. Now, innocent until proven guilty, but you can't have that kind of accusation to play the next game. No. Oh. Oh, and then he, like, punched a girl in the head, like, seven days later or something. And if I got that wrong, that's why I'm not going to say his name. But, yeah. Yeah, that's the ACC right now. Oh, like Frank Beamer leaving Virginia Tech? They look terrible. They they lost to... Old Dominion. Old Dominion, bro. They lost to a country band. <laughs> <laughs> you stupid. Hey, I swear. Uh, what's that big honky-tonk place in Fort Worth? Oh, I always had tickets to a concert there. Um, Billy Bob's? Billy Bob's, yeah. Yeah, Old Dominion was playing. We were walking down the street, and some girls were just like... Hey, uh, we got these tickets. Y'all want to go to this concert? We have like two extra tickets. Me and my buddy Cooper were like, uh, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> oh, and there were VIP tickets, so I got to stand in the pits and drink beer and watch some band that I've heard like one song from. And it was a good show, though. Sidebar, but yeah. That, uh, yeah. that, that band is who Virginia Tech lost to. 
No. So don't. Yeah, it's not. All the <laughs> <are college>. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, stop telling me about the. Who's trash, by the way? Do what? Who's trash, by the way? Who's trash? The band Old Dominion. No, the the team. Oh, the football team. I was like, damn, you. I thought you like the. I think you said like the whole university. Damn, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, they have a good basketball program. They do have a good basketball program. But this is college football, so let's kind of rein it back in. Uh, Alabama doesn't have any more tests, really. Clemson can't lose another, can't lose a game this year now. I don't think they will. I don't think there's anybody good enough to beat them in their conference. And no, they've kind of that should that should beat them. So Alabama's playing number 18 Mississippi State. Guess what the spread is? 28. Close. 24.5. <laughs> and then they play the Citadel, who they might like beat by 320 points. If, if I'm Alabama, do I even play any starters in that game, or do I treat that as another bye week? I treat that as another bye week. J- Get everybody J- healthy. Jalen Hurts, go out there and put on. Add to your tape. And then they got Auburn. And then they've already got the SEC championship game scheduled on the thing because it's already settled. Oh, yeah, because they both clinched. And so. And they're going to beat Auburn. Auburn only beats Alabama in Auburn when. You know, a kick six happens or they have Cam Newton. When they have, no, when they have a chance to go to the conference championship game. Yeah. Talk about hot seats. How dumb do they feel for keeping Gus on? You're welcome. <laughs> As Arkansas fans, you're welcome, Auburn fans. Yeah, you're welcome. But th- thanks it. You can thank us for really thinking that Gus Malzahn really wanted to come back to this state. Because well, I won't get into it like that, but there's a lot of reasons Gus Malzahn will never coach at Arkansas. He played Arkansas and he played you, Auburn, and you gave him a raise. And now he is exactly what he thought we were a five and three team. Six and three, I'm sorry. Six and three. Three and three in the conference. One and two versus the top 25. Yeah. I just. The XCC just boggles my mind. Stop trying to tell me they're good. Yeah, like these aren't even like powerhouse football teams you're like trying to convince us are good either. It's not even like you're trying to say Miami's had a, some tough losses. I, if you told me Miami, because I, I think Miami, even though they're having a bad year, is better than all the other ACC teams. I think they're better than Boston College, North Carolina. I've never known what to do with North Carolina State. They're the Arkansas of the ACC. They're never really terrible, but y'all are also the people that, that tried to start Mike Glennon over Russell Wilson. So there's that. Mike Glennon over Russell That's Wilson. bad. And their quarterback is graded as a late second round, early first round picnic in next year's draft. You know, the ACC puts a lot of quarterbacks into the NFL. You want me to name them? Besides Deshaun Watson. Mitch Trubisky, Nathan Peterman, Jameis Winston, Lamar Jackson, Jerry's still out, um, Teddy Bridgewater, has Duke ever put a quarterback in the NFL? Nothing. Who else? North Carolina. North Carolina. So then you have... Yeah, Georgia Tech doesn't have any quarterbacks in the NFL. I'm pretty sure. Let's just go through that real quick. What? Oh, but Doug Flutie came from the ACC a whole long time ago. Oh, yeah, but they were in the Big East. <laughs> hey, let, let me tell you about... Okay, so you... So, ACC, you have a team that one time 
took a graduate transfer point guard for the University of Duke, and he was your starting quarterback. Yeah. And I'm not saying Greg Paulus couldn't play quarterback, but you're telling me that's the best quarterback you could find was the was the dude that just played point guard for four years. Yeah. I can't tell you. The Josh, no, I can't tell you. Oh, Virginia Tech. Oh, Tyrod Taylor. Okay. So, congratulations, ACC. You get a bunch of average to mediocre or above average quarterbacks into the league. And now, ACC fans don't tweet at me about the SEC because. Uh, we don't worry about quarterback players. Matt Stafford a- and Eli Manning and Peyton, pretty much, is it. So, but yeah, the quarterbacks isn't really the thing in the SEC. It's running backs and defense and every other skill position that gets drafted in the top yep. five every year. Yeah, that's where I had I had problem with LSU. It's like every year LSU's got DBs. Uh, so when I say DBs, corner safeties, and then you got linebackers, defensive tackles, offensive linemen, running receivers backs. like Odell and Landry, uh, running backs like Fournette, and but they can't seem to get an offense that's worth the crap. It, 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 well, because they never get the quarterback right. Which, which is crazy to me. Like how? Terry Bradshaw came from the state of Louisiana. You're telling me you can't find a quarterback? Yeah. Oh, and by the way, if you think A.J. Green, Julio Jones, Odell Beckham Jr., three of probably the top five or six best receivers in the NFL all came from the SEC. And you've also got Calvin Ridley and Amari Cooper. Like all and Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, and Mark Cuba all went to Alabama. Yes, like in succession. And then Calvin Ridley, his little brother, is balling at Georgia right now. Yeah, he's he, that. he looks like a young Julio Jones, and that's scary. Yeah, the SEC is still better than all of your favorite conferences. Sorry, guys. Yeah. So we're going to take another quick short